You're now listening to The Creator Code, the podcast dedicated to unlocking the secrets of your favorite online creators. Each week, we will deep dive into the tech, tips, and tricks to find out what truly makes them tick. Whether you're a new creator just starting out or an accomplished veteran, this show is made for you. And now, here's your host, Maddie Tingles. Okay, welcome back to the Creator Code Podcast. This is episode seven, if you can believe it. I am your host, Maddie Tingles. This is the podcast where we unlock the secrets of your favorite creators. Thank you so much for being here. As a reminder, full video of these episodes are on YouTube. So check that out. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, specifically Apple uh, Podcasts. If you're listening on there, please go leave a five-star review. Uh, that is literally the only way that Apple gives you to grow as a podcast is just those reviews. So um, if you can do that, that would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for being here. We have a great, great, great episode on the way. So today, episode seven, we have a very, very very special guest joining us. I'm ta- and these are not just my words. I'm talking about one of the biggest, most watched ASMR artists on Twitch. I'm talking 174,000 followers. I'm talking over 14 million views. Over 18,000 hours streamed. If you can believe that. Such a beautiful person inside and out. Of course, I'm talking about Mary J. Lee. Mary, how are you? Yay, I'm good. How are you? Thank you for the intro and for of having me. Of course. I look, I like to like hype people up right before. I think you, you did a I mean? great job. I okay, was like, good. wow, 18,000? <laughs> That's funny. Like a lot of the intros that I've done, they're like, wait, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I love it. Thank I you. love it. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Uh how are you? I'm great. I've been doing really well. It's been a it's been a pretty great year. Yeah. Everything, you know everything's opening up yeah getting out in the sun summer's coming out nice I, I think this summer is about to be kind of crazy i know <laughs> people <laughs> like, are like ready to party like people are are about to be outside wretched this summer like i think it's gonna be crazy <laughs> i'm excited um okay well let's 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 get right to it so so speaking of um you know things opening up and all of that um you know, obviously, the last year, year and a half has been has been kind of crazy and and different for a lot of reasons. Um, but but when we were, uh, well, first of all, where you're at, are things? What are the what is the state of things being open or closed? So I'm in Texas. Yeah, and Texas has been one of the most open states. Open. <laughs> um, yeah. Since it's been like a year since it's been open. I think they hit 50% capacity last summer. And oh then they were God. at 75%, I want to say, by like the fall at least. So it's like they they were wow. kind of not. Yeah, it's been very open. But it's, it's, it's weird because I know less people who have had serious cases of COVID here in Texas than like, yeah. like family and friends I know from like right. Jersey or California. So I don't yeah. know. If, wow. I don't know if it helped, but. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think like, uh, out from the outside looking in Texas has been one of those where it's just like, you guys have been open for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's like visiting Texas because, uh, because it's so open. Um, this wasn't on the questions. I just, I'm just curious, like, 
because I know a lot of creators and especially like bigger creators are moving to Texas. Yeah. Right. And so, and, and obviously there's some, there's some financial, uh, um, reasons that I, I think a lot of people are doing it. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Have you seen, have you, have you seen like an influx of people? Oh my God. So many people. Yeah. Pre COVID. I want to say there was like a hundred people who moved here last year. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, maybe in like the last two years um, who are just streamers. Right. So it's definitely grown a lot. And I think people, it's kind of, I think the Twitch community knows that it's kind of like the streamer Mecca right now. So yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been great just to like be able to hang out with people who are in the same industry, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I see someone new like every week a creator that I follow going there. Um, and I know, uh, you know, for instance, like Joe Rogan, right. He signed like a, I don't even want to know how much it's, it's, you know, hundred hundreds of millions of dollar, uh, 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 deal with Spotify for his podcast. And he was like, all right, before we do that, let me go live in Texas for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> to miss out on those. Yeah. 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 Cause he, he, he he's going to save like 60 million in taxes. Oh wow! He's you know actually I mean? building a comedy club down Is he? here too. I was it him? It was either him or Dave Chappelle. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. But I'm pretty regardless, sure it's that. it's crazy. And like, I bought a house here last year, and I'm in Oregon, right? And and this whole the whole time, I was like looking at homes in Texas, and I was like, yes, this is like, Texas. like for what I paid for my home, I would have a mansion there, dude. It's you insane. Can have two it's craziness. <laughs> it's crazy. So anyway, I, that wasn't on the list of things, but I just think it's really interesting because, like, you know, the the um, the state income tax is way different there, and and I think people are, are moving there, um, especially for creators, because you know, for what we do, you don't necessarily need to be a certain place, right? You yeah. can stream from as long as you have internet, right? Yeah. So Google Fiber. It's crazy, crazy. I I mean, I've been to Texas a couple times. I didn't hate it. I look, I, I'm not against, I will see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, okay. So anyway, so for, for, okay. So Texas, uh, o- o- open for, for a while. Um, wow. so, uh, what did you miss most when it wasn't kind of pre pandemic when things mm. were crazy there? What did you miss the most? Honestly, not much. Maybe, maybe I'm biased because mm-hmm. Texas has been so open, right? but I mean, life wasn't so different. I mean, I do stay home a lot. (laughs) Exactly, Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there were still, like, people out, like, at restaurants and stuff. People were seating. The whole time? I think it was for, like, maybe three months that things were closed. But even then, they were doing, like, deliveries and pickups and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I kind of used the pandemic as, like, a... You know, I kind of like hermited myself yeah. and like did a lot of growth during that time. So nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I miss anything pre-pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a new era. Well, it feels like exactly. Well, and I think for what we do too, right? Like, it, there's not that big of a difference. Like, we were already staying home. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like we were going, um, you know, to a nine to five every morning and and stuff like that. So yeah, makes sense. Makes it was sense. a good time for creators too, especially. For For sure. Yeah. For sure. More people at home, more people on Twitch, more people on YouTube. Yep. For sure. They like need to relax. We're like, don't worry. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, okay, so let's talk about your your start on Twitch. Um, what was it always ASMR on Twitch? No. It, um, so when I first started streaming, I was actually doing IRL. That's when just hmm. chatting was like called IRL. It was just starting right. up there. What year was and that? You know, that was 2018. Okay. Yeah, I think IRL had been out for like maybe six to nine months when I okay. started. Okay. Um, and I like didn't know anything about the culture of Twitch or anything like that. So right. I kind of started and I was like, you know, I'm just going to do like whatever I want to do. Like people want to hang out, right? So yeah. I was like, oh, so like this was like me, like pre-influencer. Like I didn't know anything about <laughs> the industry. And I was right. kind of like, you know, like I'm just going to like go work out and like go to the pool and you yeah. know and bring my stream and at the time that's when like the whole like titty streaming thing was like yeah. a big thing right. and i didn't realize how big of a deal it was for like me to like be in a bikini on twitch it was like yeah it was a huge deal so that's kind of how i started but <laughs> nice it, it was it definitely I definitely learned a lot about being yeah. a content creator during sure. that time um yeah, but and I did that for about six months, maybe okay. not even, maybe like four months before I got into like ASMR full time. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Um, that's really interesting. I, I I remember those times. I remember that like 2018-ish. It's very time. different those, now. Those, some crazy stuff. Yeah. Um uh kind of on that note, because I think I think right now on Twitch there's some changes happening um that are that have been kind of in the in the media and in social media and stuff um you know with the hot tubs and 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 all of that stuff um you know any any thoughts on 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 that like uh, you know I, I, they just got their own category oh my god <laughs> you know what i mean like Oh like the, the so when it first started i was like okay it's just a thing like because things change all the time and there's meta new metas and there's new little trends that happen right but for for it to get its own category i think one it was a little bit of twitch trying to save themselves and be like okay we got to put this stuff somewhere <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, um right right so like put so, it in the exactly yeah yeah but like it's a i i as much as it's easy to like joke around about like they're getting significant views, significant support in that, in that area. Right. So, and they, and again, getting their own category was, a, I remember when ASMR got its own category, you know what Don't I mean? Don't even like get me started on that. They <laughs> exiled us. Okay. I was so, I was so mad, Maddie. I was oh, not happy with that. Oh my we were gosh. the first category to get exiled like that. Really? And I was like, us out of yeah. everyone like the most wholesome yeah i was like what yeah. yeah but i mean the hot tub streams i don't really have an opinion on them so much yeah. anymore um mostly because i i don't spend too much time like watching other creators just because right. it like gave me a lot of unnecessary stress sure um but i think with something like when creators are doing something like that, I think they already understand the pros and cons of doing something like that, you know? Right, right. Um, so to each their own. Yeah. I have seen some actually never mind. <laughs> Cancel. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Um <laughs> all right. So so when when you start, so you're doing IRL stuff and then you got into ASMR. Um, were there any streamers 
that were really inspiring you in the beginning or, or even still? Um, so when I first started streaming, I was doing like Counter-Strike and stuff before the IRL mm. stuff like years ago. Yeah. And, um, I always liked Kitty Plays Games. Nice. She's always been inspiring to me and she's such a sweet person and like her yeah. energy is so infectious and positive and genuine. And, um, at the time when I first started, most of the streamers were men. Yeah. Um. So to see someone like so vibrant and like fun and engaging doing yeah. well on the platform was super like that made me feel like, oh, my God, like I I could do that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, she seems she great. I've great. never I've never met her or spoken to her, but she seems really great. Yeah, she's super. She's such a kind soul. Seriously. Yeah. And yeah. she's in. Isn't she in Texas? Um, I don't know if she's here anymore. Oh, okay. I think she okay. like was here for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Shout out to shout out to her. I, uh, yeah, she seems really, really nice for sure. Yeah, she's she's done a lot too. Like she's so many achievements and stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's very inspiring for sure. That's yeah. cool. That's cool because I, I think for creators out there too that are listening, um, you know, I think it's a big thing to find to find people that really inspire you and that that could go a lot of different ways right for me for me it's people who are like <laughs> on a schedule because that's something that i just like can never do right so i'm like wow that's really cool that they can like stick to that and do that right or or even down to technical stuff like oh man i wonder what lens that is or you know what i mean just stuff that they're doing so i think it's really cool to find um to find people out there that will kind of get you up off of your um where you're at and, and kind of elevate, elevate your, your creative process and what you're doing. So, yeah, I think that's really cool to, to, to find and really important to find people that, um, that inspire you. And it does. And again, it doesn't have to be the, the cliche things that inspire people. It can be whatever. It can literally be anything that, that can inspire you to go, to go do stuff. So, okay. Um, we kind of talked on it, or you kind of just said it a, a little bit, but talk to me about being a female streamer online, because I, I'll say, I'll say this, right. I have a lot of female friends that are, that are streamers or even just content creators. Right. And <laughs> the experience is like night and day different from my experience and from a lot of male friends that I have. Yeah. Right. So, um, talk to me about being a female streamer online, specifically streamer. What, what's your experience with that? Ooh, being a streamer on Twitch is, I think, I think it's a hard space for females. It, they've definitely worked, you know, like the culture of the website. They've definitely made so much improvement since like before when yeah. I was doing just chatting and stuff. But for me, my experience as a female creator has been night and day, like based off of the content that I've been creating. Mm. So before my being a female streamer was really hard because like everyone's just objectifying you and sexualizing you. And like, I definitely wasn't helping with that, but I didn't realize how, I didn't realize how much it affected my mental health Mm. until I started doing ASMR. And I was like, yeah, everyone. Yeah. So I think as an ASMR female streamer, the experience is radically different than like being a female gamer or like someone on just chatting Hmm. because you can be totally kosher and just chatting and you're still gonna you're still going to get so much more yeah like for sure unwanted male attention and yeah 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 
Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And, and again, I, I don't know that for my experience, but it's what I've heard from a lot of people. And, and I think, you know, I'm sure that you still deal with with <laughs> with uh, inappropriate stuff in chat and, and whatever. And, and, and honestly, if you're out there and you're thinking about streaming and we'll go into this in a, in a little bit, too, but um, find some people you trust to be mods. For sure. That's that's huge, so huge, huge, huge. Um, and, and mods, by the way, if you don't know, for, for streaming uh, is for moderator. And essentially it is people in the ch- in the chat who are reading the chat and who will delete, ban, timeout people who are being, um, you know, it's up to you. It's up to you, your level of what you want in your chat, right? So, um, yeah, I can imagine the diff because I, I think... I think ASMR just in general, right? Especially streaming live, um, people are are coming in there to either see you because they're fans of you, right? And you literally, I you like, I think you're to the point where you could do anything, and Thank and you. a lot of people would watch just because they love you, right? Thanks. So so, but that doesn't take away from what you're doing. I'm just saying, you're. I think you're to that point. Um, but I but I think with ASMR too, just in general. It's a nicer, uh, more respectful crowd than you would find on just chatting. Oh, my God. It's like I couldn't believe it when I found it. It really is. Yeah. And I think it's because people are going to ASMR to relax. Yeah. Like that's like the whole point. So they're not coming there to be like riled up or like really get mm. entertained so much as like, coming there for it to be like a safe space and like somewhere to like just relax. Yeah. So I think that whole vibe in ASMR just as a whole um, really inspires people to be like co- show their best face and like, you know, be softer and right. a little bit like more guards down with their stuff. Um, yeah. I really I cherish that community. I agree. I agree. I, I, I've had people come into to my chat and like friends and they'll message me and be like, that's you you have the nicest chat I've ever seen on Twitch. You know what I mean? And, and I yeah. think one part of that is one. I, this is just me personally. Like I have no issue with banning people. I think it's fun. <laughs> and so like, I think I've cultivated a little bit of like, you know, the people who are here are the people who haven't been that uh, terrible people in chat. <laughs> You know what I mean? And it still happens every once in a while, of course. That's just the nature of being live, of course. But, um, yeah, I think it's really interesting the difference in in an ASMR chat than (laughs) nearly anywhere else. I also feel like communities, especially on Twitch, are a reflection of, of like, the streamer and the creator. So if you Mm. have a good chat, it definitely starts with you for sure. Because you okay, I like that. Keep, you know, like you dictate your own boundaries for your stream and like what you'll allow and you you won't allow. So after mm-hmm. a while, even if like a troll does stumble on your channel, if they see that everyone's being supportive and like they know if they like talk smack, they're gonna like people are gonna mm. you know yeah. say something to them, then they they kind of will just leave you alone. So I think yeah. that's the beauty of like building that community to be strong. So then like trolls don't even they don't even try. You know, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a really great Thanks. point. How do you get to um, – how have you gotten to that point? Like, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I think a lot of the questions that I get with this podcast, because I think it's something that everyone has dealt with, is just dealing with the trolls, dealing with hate, dealing with negative negative stuff, right? So 
you know, you've been doing this for, for a while. Um, any advice on, on, on that? Um, I would say, so for me, what really broke that barrier was kind of getting real with my chat about, well, I think every streamer has like boundaries of like what, you know, how private they want to be in their lives, but just like talking about my feelings and, you know, for people to see a more vulnerable side of me, I think has made people less, you know, they're less likely to troll and, and be mean because like, don't do that or I'll just cry. No, I'm just <laughs> but I think, you know, when people feel like they have that personal connection with you right. or like they, they feel like they know you a little bit more, they're more likely to be like understanding and stuff. But For sure. yeah. I know a lot of people get trolls who are just, you know, people will message them like horrible things mm-hmm. and it really takes a toll on you. Yeah. Like, you know, like people say like, oh yeah, like don't, don't listen to them and it's fine. Like they don't know what they're talking about. And it's true. All of that Mm -hmm. is true, but it still affects you so much. Um, And I think, I think it's good to counter that um, by, you know, for me, like when I talk to my chat and I like talk, like talk to them about how much I appreciate them and stuff, I find that I get that energy back. Yeah. um, And that support always trumps the bad stuff. 100%. Hundred um, percent. I, so I completely I agree. Thing. Yeah, I completely I agree. It's, yeah. it's uh, I think you made a really good point. That I haven't thought about it. it. Like the the vibe that you put out for the most part, you're going to get back. That's yeah. that's a really good point. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, like, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I I'm I've also learned to be more careful about what I say to my stream. Like if I'm not, if I wouldn't be comfortable with them saying it to me, I won't say it. So like Ah. certain topics I won't even like bring up and like certain things about my personal life. And yeah. So just. I, that's kind of been a a choice for me too on on YouTube and on Twitch. Like (laughs) there's just certain stuff I'm not going to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, And maybe part of it is like, at least for me, part of it is the brand and like, I don't want to divide Right. And I'm just not going to talk about it, but also it's boundaries. And it's like, uh, that's stuff that I'm going to keep to myself. Yeah. You know? So, um, interesting. I think that's a great point. Great point. Um, okay. Moving on. This is a question that (laughs) I'm genuinely really curious about because it's something that I just started kind of doing intermittently. Um, so talk to me about reruns. Okay. On Twitch, okay. So before we before we get into this, explain to the to the people what a rerun is, of course, because um, they might they may not know. And then and then talk to me about what are, what are the advantages of 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 running reruns. Okay, so reruns are so on Twitch, most people are broadcasting live, but a rerun is I can take that video and after I end a live, I can just re I just replay videos of like old of old streams or I can even like pull like YouTube videos and I could just put any video I want in there um and the benefits to doing that is so since Twitch is a very live only platform when you're in when you're like on the browse page or like you're in a category you're only going to pop up on that screen if you're live or if you're like running a rerun or a premiere right so Instead of me, since I, sh- I stream like 
two, maybe three hours. So if I'm only getting visibility during that time, then it just it's just a waste of yeah not not getting people in. So I play my reruns all day, and so more people can find me. So that's one of the best benefits of it. Yeah. Um, but the community also really loves it because ASMR is one of those is one of those things where you can just listen to it. You know, they're right. not like actively watching something. So people don't mind like rewatching the same like videos and stuff. I'll just put yeah. them on a cycle. Yeah. Um, and also you get ad revenue from reruns. So that's super helpful. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I've noticed. Uh, um, okay. So I just learned something though, because I didn't think about, I guess I didn't think about you not essentially being visible when you're not live. Yeah. That that's a really good point because so like every time I get on Twitch, either you're live or you're doing a rerun and I'm always like okay, I get it, but like what is the advantage of of that? So that's really really smart cuz then you're always that, and and also you're to the point where <laughs> your your reruns are you're you're towards the top of the ASMR category regardless if you're live or doing <laughs> doing reruns, which is really great. Like that's Bless. that's seriously like amazing. Um. Okay. Okay. That's really cool. That's really because I've just started doing them, but I didn't think about like all day or even remotely that I've just been doing like uh, a couple of them in a row. Oh. Like, even if you didn't, you could put old YouTube videos up there because, like, that community will actually, mm. oh, you want to push them to YouTube. But, yeah, you can really put any content you want yeah. on there. And it's cool because if people miss your stream, they're more likely to sit there and watch what they missed if they don't have to, like, click to pass broadcasts, you know? Mm. So it's like they're already yeah you having a video on your screen. People will be like, oh, I thought she was live. But, like, oh, it's a rerun and they'll still watch. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever look at the chat and, and see people that are, like, talking to you when it's a rerun? Oh, my God. All <laughs> of the time. I'll get people. I'll get streamers who will raid me and host me. Right? Drink. Didn't that happen to you? Yes. It's ha yes. Yes. It's, it's They're so like, wow, what's going on? I, I know. And I feel kind of bad because I'm, like, not there to, like, thank them for a raid. Or, like, someone gifted 10 subs the other day when I was on a rerun. You know what I mean? It's just, like, stuff like that. I'm, like, I feel bad that I'm not there to you know thank them for for those things but no it's very funny that's it's so I, I it's one of my favorite like for the first like two minutes when i do a rerun i'll just watch the chat and be like oh my god can't believe he's live <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? yeah yeah but i like because it is confusing i mean it's not confusing to us because we know how it works and stuff but i i do think it could be confusing for people right because there's not necessarily I guess it does it does say rerun though on the video. It does. Right? When you're doing a rerun. Yeah. So why do you think people I guess like I I don't know the, how to how to separate it because then that would kind of take away from the whole idea of being live all the time, right? So hmm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why a lot of people get confused. Even people who have been in my channel for a yeah. long time will be like, "Oh, I thought I thought this was live." Yeah, yeah. So well, and and like you said, like and and like we'll get raided when, on a rerun, and it's like I wonder those... if it's like we just are always looking 
for the rerun sign because we're yeah, used to that could be. It. That could be. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I okay. Anyway, I think that's really, really smart that you do that. By the way, you should do them. Okay. Join me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to. I'm going to. Um. All right. Moving on. Moving on. For for creators out there, specifically, uh, streamers out there, um, who are trying to grow grow their stream, what advice can you give them? And and by the way, I think what you just talked about is a is a big one, right? Yeah, I think reruns definitely will help um, because even if you don't do ASMR, it's still a chance for people to see you and yeah. find you on the platform. Um, because the only other way would be for them to like search up your name if you, when you're not live. So that's a great way. Um, growing on Twitch as a creator, Ooh, I think there's a lot of different avenues depending on what you want to do. Um, for people who are just starting out, I think it's really important to build a core community. Um, like you said, like moderators are super important. Like who you pick as your mods are really important. Um, but having that core community of people who you genuinely like want to get online and conversate with will when, cause no matter how small of a stream you are, there's always people coming in and out of your stream. For sure. And if they see a community that's like tight knit and like chill, people are more inclined to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think there's beauty in growing in small numbers. And I yeah. think that's something that frustrates people after a while and they'll tend to get like, you know, like not value those viewers as much anymore. And this is something that like I've gone through so many times. For sure. Um, so yeah, just to like cherish every single person who's there, I think that helps a lot. Nice. Um, but if you are on any other platform, like, you know, put it on your Instagram or like wherever, like you have social media, I think blasting yeah. it out there and tapping sure. into the other apps helps a lot. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's way harder than I thought it was going to be to, to, to grow on there. Right. Because, um, you know, having a larger following on YouTube in my mind was like an easy, I was like, okay, if I can even get 20% of them over to Twitch, that'd be, I would, it would be incredible. Right. And I think what I've learned is like one Twitch just isn't for everybody. Like I I've gotten a lot of comments on YouTube that are like, Hey, I want to support you on Twitch and stuff, but like I get really anxious when you're watching someone live, or you know what I mean. Like, there's it's just not for for everybody. Um, wh- but why do you, why do you think it's so hard for for Twitch streamers to 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 grow from other like, um, or vice versa? If you if you're big on Twitch to grow YouTube, you know what I mean, or or, or stuff like that. Oh <laughs> man, I think Twitch is one of the hard. I think live streaming on Twitch is one of the hardest platforms to yeah. go big on because like you said like even if you're a YouTuber it's so hard so because those that audience is used to like a very curated content yeah. that's like polished and finished right and on Twitch it's just like come hang out with me for a few hours you know so i think like that jump for people it's like you re- and Twitch is also not the easiest to navigate and understand the culture for sure. um so i think a lot of people have trouble like bringing other people to Twitch. Yeah. But I think from being, if I think as a Twitch streamer, if you have a solid base, you can kind of grow on so many other platforms like YouTube and TikTok because, you know, 
like you tell people like, oh, follow this, you know, or like I'm dropping a video here. Yeah. And as soon as that video drops, you can like push them and they can like boost your algorithm and stuff. Right. Um, right. But I've, I've known people who are like YouTubers getting to Twitch and Twitch to YouTube. Yeah. And I think, I think coming on to Twitch is always the hardest move. For sure. Yeah. It seems like it. It seems like it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I think, I think a lot of, I mean, me included, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, it, I didn't think it would be hard to grow on Twitch because I thought automatically people would go over. <laughs> you know I what I mean? It's like it's both, they're both videos. So you'd think like, right. Yeah. I actually, I think you brought up a good point about navigating Twitch in general though. Compared to like people are just used to how YouTube works, mm-hmm. they're used to everything, and so if you've never been on there, it can be it can be confusing. Sure. Yeah, and I think like the culture of the platform is Twitch is very niche. You know, mm-hmm. like when you go, like you don't people. When I was new, I didn't even know how to like write emotes or like what's capital or like who are these people in these emotes. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like yeah. the culture is very like exclusive. Ah, uh, so that's a. You know, so it's like on YouTube. A great point. The comments are like funny, but they're not like a core part mm. of the content. But on Twitch, people are gonna come into your into your stream. They're watching you, but they're absolutely reading the chat. So it's like That's, it's like the community and the culture of Twitch is like so niche, and like you have to really understand Twitch to to succeed on it. It's it's a hard jump. You have and it's that like is, a time sink, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a great great point. Like. Cause, cause even, even something as simple as it e- as emotes, right? Like at least half of my emotes are like inside jokes with the chat. Yeah. Right. And, and if you're new, you won't, you won't even know what <laughs> that is. Right. And so much of even how people talk on Twitch is way different yeah. than on YouTube. You know what I mean? There's so much lingo and so much, that's a really good point. Everything's like an inside joke. So it's like you come in and you're like. Yeah. It's already so different because, like, I'm just watching mm. someone live, but now it's, like, all this lingo I don't understand. So mm. I think people have to really want to explore a new place yeah. for them to yeah. – for that conversion to be successful. Interesting. Wow. That's a really good point. Okay. Um. All right. Can you explain – can you explain to the listeners because there's a lot of people – I, I know a lot of people that are doing specifically Twitch um, as their full-time job, right? Um, can you explain to the listeners how how you or someone generates revenue on Twitch? Yeah. Twitch is pretty – the way you make money on Twitch, they sim, it's pretty simple. Um, you stream for a little bit and they have like to become – what do they call it? An affiliate affiliate you have like this whole path you can take step by step and then once you get that then you're given a sub button and then you can sub 499 599 or 24.99 yeah so most of the revenue on twitch for most people comes from subscribers um gifted subs bits which are like coins that you can purchase Mm -hmm. um and donations through like paypal and stuff yeah um but twitch has been like I said, since it's so useful in growing other avenues and different websites, mm-hmm. it's made me a lot of, it's given me opportunities to make money in so many different platforms like Spotify right. and YouTube. And it's just, exactly. yeah, 
Yeah. Definitely nice. a gateway. What is your um I mean obviously don't go into like real real detail but um is is the highest part of your revenue subs? Yes. Probably gifted subs. Me too. Gifted subs. So Actually, generous. you know what? This month it's bits for me. Get it? It's been bits, bits for me. And the subs too. like subs are really good this month too, but I have a dude in my chat named Grim who has sent like this month he's sent like uh what like 130,000 bits or something like that. It's it's insane. That's Absolutely amazing. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's great. First month ever that the bits have been the highest. Yes. Um okay, so but uh, okay, so then I should I we should probably explain though, right? So so if a viewer if you're new to Twitch, right, and they go to your stream and they go, "You know what? I want to support this person." Cuz really that's what it is, right? It's supporting the streamer monetarily. And so let's say they want to sub uh, for four ninety nine, right? Tier one, right? Why would someone do if, if outside of just supporting you, just to be a good person? Um, what are they getting out of subbing to you? So I think the biggest incentive for people on Twitch is, like you said, simply support. But another thing that's big is emotes so every channel has their own like personal emotes you can have an emote made of your face of your dog like of whatever you want um so it's a really good way especially because if people want to support you that means they want to be part of your community so the having those emotes that are like specialized to your community um i think it gives them more insight to more they it makes them want to to sub more um and other streamers will have other they call them like sub perks. Yeah. Um, they'll have like, you know, access to my discord channel or like I play, ga- I play, play video games with subs sometimes. Yeah. So everyone can kind of like curate their own. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but I, I think that's a big part. Like, cause, cause you know, obviously there's people who are just going to come and, and sub or donate or whatever, just because they want to. I'm I, okay. I've actually never done this, but I, I want to be really real here. Right. A lot of it is not a lot. Part of it, there are people out there who want attention as a sub, right? So they're like, oh my God, like I love Mary so much. I love Mary J so much. I just want her to say hi to me, right? And there's people <laughs> who will sub. There's people who will sub just for that. Like, you know, it's going to pop up on your screen if you have alerts, right? And then they want you to say hi to them. You know totally what I mean? Forgot about that. Yeah. So that's 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 part of it. I'm not saying that's a big part of it, but that no, is No, I think it is. Cuz that's that's for me, that's for me a big part of it be, coming from YouTube where it's like cuz essentially then then you're doing a cameo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Essentially and if you don't know it, Cameo is an app that I am not on. But Cameo is a thing where you can you can basically pay uh movie stars, athletes, streamers, whatever for a shout out, right? And that's essentially what it is for those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think everyone's everyone's sub perks are different, of course. Um, for me, I think one of the biggest things in my chat are the uh, what are they even called? The where it's like the bat the sub badge. Oh yeah. Right? Because all, I have them like different colors and like different, you know what I mean? And so when someone I it's like when someone comes in and they've been sub for two years with that badge, people are like, ooh. Like, damn, I know that when I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But but like the the psychology of of why people sub is really, really interesting to me. Cause it's a lot of it is 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 um 
is different. It's different for everyone because I do get people that are like, I just want, I just like you. I just want to support you. I don't even need anything for it. Right. Twitch is like their whole culture, even because YouTube does the whole, does that where you can subscribe with money now. Um, So before they started doing that Twitch, I feel like, I feel like Twitch was kind of the forefront of creators making money on the internet. Um, And people just want to do it to support you. But you're right. I think like the attention that people get, because it's like their username like pops up on the screen and their message. Yeah. You're giving them like a few seconds, you know, of like complete attention. Sure. Um, I think that definitely draws people in. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. when, when else would they get that from that person? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. A- anyway, we don't have to get too into it, but I, I just think it's really interesting to think about um, the other side of it, like, why are these people, um, outside of just being nice? Like what are the the things that they're getting? I think support is like the main thing for sure. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Which is cool. Like people just want to support you. It's insane. I mean, like really think about this, right? Think about you are, you're, you're, and, and by the way, what you do and what streamers do is not easy by any means. It is actually really difficult and and like a 24 7 job for the most part but like think about like (laughs) they're they're like you're streaming your life even if you're doing asmr it's still a a section of your day right and these people are paying to support that it's insane it's so cool it's really crazy and to Um, think and to think you can have a full-time job on people's right? support, you it's know, and it's, you don't know if they're going to come back every month, but they do. And it's just incredible for people to want to essentially like take your journey of life with you, you know, just to like watch you grow and, and change over the years. And people have like nine year subs, which is like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, and think I think you're one of my longest, one of my longest ones. I think I'm, I don't remember. I think I'm at like 32 or 36 months on yours. Oh my God, Maddie. I love you. <laughs> but you. that's like a long, long time. That's three, three years. Like yeah. that's, a, that's a long time. I know. And it's like, you don't want to break the streak, you know? So you're like, I know. Oh. But, and see, that's another psychology part of it. Right. Because once you get to a certain point, you're like, I, cause okay. We, I should also explain if you, if you sub and you don't the next month, right. You lose those, you lose access to the emotes. Right. Like you, you, and then, and then your things kind of reset. Right. So yeah, it, it, there's a little bit of like, I think you brought up a really good point about the exclusivity of it. Like it's really exclusive. It's really niche. Yeah. And sure. having that sub badge next to your name in the chat. Yeah. It's like yeah. people know you're part of the community. Right. So it's cool. Um, yeah. Like you don't want to go from being a sub to being like a normie, you know? <laughs> so I think like the gifted subs, I think are great for that because a lot of people yeah. will be like so grateful that they got gifted a right. sub that they're like, you know what? Like this community is actually fantastic. You know, people yeah. are like people, someone gave me this sub, you know? Yeah. So I think it gives people. And, and it's kind of a cool system too, right? Because let's say if you didn't, you, you weren't planning on subbing and you're just enjoying the street, which by the way is perfectly fine. Like, we like at least for me like i don't ever expect people to sub so when people right. are when people sub i'm like surprised i'm like whoa thank you you know but if you really think about it right if you get if you if if you were not planning to to sub and someone gifts you it 
one, it's amazing. You're like, oh my God, I got this, right? But then the next month, you may sub yourself. You may continue that to be a part of you know what I'm saying? Like there's some there's some um it's kind of tricky. Twitch has made Twitch has tweaked little things to make people want to like resub again. So another mm-hmm. uh, something that they've started to do is if you were gifted a sub and then you gift a sub to someone else, it like announces that like you're like giving three, Yeah. Do they do that? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. They do yeah. it where, where you if you were gifted a sub and then you continue the next month, it'll like announce like, oh, you're continuing your gift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's cool. They do I just got a incentives. I just got a thing like it like weirded me out uh, a few days ago because I, I think they just rolled it out where it's like it pops up that they're a first time in the chat, like first time chatting. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what is this like box around their name? What is happening? Um, and I think that's kind of cool too. Yeah. Cause then you can like give them cool. special attention, make exactly. them feel included. Cause yeah. I think viewers are mostly just looking for a safe, you know, like they're, they're looking for a community to feel like where they belong. Yeah. And that's why so many viewers on Twitch, like as big and huge, the big streamers are, and they get like tens of thousands of views. I think most people on Twitch watch smaller streamers because yeah. it's more intimate. You get to know the people, you know, and you like talk to them regularly and it just really becomes like friends that you make online. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, um, I think as a streamer too, it's different, right? Because, you know, if you have, if you have 2000 people watching you, right, it, it's not necessarily easy to keep up with chat you're for sure not going to be able to respond to everything you know what i mean and and some people i i think you're exactly right i think there's some people who like to be in a in a stream with lower numbers because they're going to get potentially more um interaction yeah and a lot of the bigger streamers they won't even like announce your name when you sub because like there's just so many it's impossible yeah it's impossible I've, i've watched streamers that will have that will get you know um a thousand in a day and it's like you're not going to call this out there's no way there's just no way that it intrigues me because those people still subscribe so they're not doing it for the attention which is see see so yeah see there needs to be like a book written on the psychology of subbing on on twitch i think it's really really interesting i for me i find that people will subscribe to the streamers they appreciate the most yeah. um like even like gamers or like people who just do like random stuff it's like a lot of a lot of the comments that i see are like hey i really thank you so much for keeping me company during the day i've been watching you for like two years right. they're like you know i watch you every day you bring positivity and it's just like having that one-on-one interaction or like an intimate interaction with the community yeah. is like people will pay because they appreciate that space so much. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. I I think it's, it's, I mean, so for me, like, I I think the difference in in YouTube and Twitch is really interesting too, because with YouTube, right. I'm, I'm filming, I'm editing, I'm making a polished as perfect as I can make it product. Right. And Twitch with ASMR, it's like, you guys are kind of along for the ride. If I mess up, if something, if I drop something, if like all the things that I would cut out of a YouTube video happen on, 
<laughs> live so people can see it, right? And I think, again, back to the psychology of it, of of viewers, like, I think that they love being a part of that. Oh, yeah. It's like you know behind-the-scenes I mean? action. Have you ever had anything uh, happen that you would cut out of a YouTube video um, happen on stream? On ASMR? In or ASMR? just in general. Just in general. <laughs> oh, man. Twitch is a scary place when you're live, you know, like wardrobe malfunctions are probably like the first thing that comes to mind because it's just like, (laughs) like shit happens, you know? Um, But definitely scuffs and stuff like that. But hmm, I don't know. That's actually the reason why I've had so much trouble converting to YouTube Mm. Is because like I'm just so used to being like yeah like whatever like this is right right what you see is what you get so yeah like being able mm. to like relax and like feel like I can be myself has been hard yeah. um, doing that but what's been your experience? I mean I mess up all the time um, on <laughs> on uh, li- live stream which is really funny because I've gotten to the point with YouTube where my videos recording and stuff are kind of on autopilot like I'm I'm I don't really mess up that much. Like I literally, people ask for blooper videos all the time, and I'm like, I'll have a blooper one every like six videos now. Like I'm, I'm like kind of locked <gasps> in on that. King. But now, but then on Twitch, I get on Twitch and like I'll like drop stuff. I'll like hit the mic all the time. <laughs> like it's like there's You're a like, lot of <laughs> right, yeah, which is really funny because you know, especially with ASMR, it's such a like I've hit the mic before and people will be like, oh my god, that just woke me up. Or you know what I mean? It's like it's really, really funny. Oh um, man! Like some some people listen to my ASMR so loud, yeah. And like I'll drop like a glass dish or something. Mm-hmm. It's it, really traumatizing. Things have definitely happened because of just how loud the gain and the sound is. And it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it happens. People know what to expect. I think generally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Do Do you ever? Uh, something I've noticed that's really funny is is especially with ASMR um after I'm after I've streamed for a couple hours the view the people in the people there won't go down but the people chatting will go down and I've like asked people about that and they're like oh yeah I like fell asleep literally like, <laughs> you know what I mean going on? right but it's so funny because I'll see like the people are still there they're just not talking because they're literally falling asleep or chilling out or whatever so I think it's I just think that's um Again, it's just a different, a completely different dynamic than YouTube. Um, it really is. Yeah. It's it's definitely another beast of its own. But YouTube has so much more like wider potential. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I need to be a YouTuber. I'm coming, I'm coming, <laughs> <Yeah>. coming over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, <sighs> both. I think both of them have their, you know. They both have their ups and downs for sure. Okay. Um, I got to start a rerun. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You do. Okay. Wait, I wanted to ask you. Sorry. Yeah. Am I allowed yeah, to ask yeah. you questions? Yeah, sure. Do you live stream on YouTube too? Okay. You're, you're not allowed, right? Is that? Okay. Thing? So here's, okay. So, oh, that's something we should talk about too. So, okay. So I have before. Um, I used to stream live like a few years ago when I was around like 50,000 subs, 40, 50,000 subs or so around there. I, I would stream on there. Um, just IRL stuff, which like in hindsight, I was like dumb because there's an ASMR channel. That's not what people are here for. 
Um, but since like having a, a larger following on there, I've streamed one time, and that was when I hit four hundred thousand subs. I did like a special, right? And it was it was chaos. It was absolute chaos because like, uh, what did we peak at? I think it was like twenty, almost three thousand people. Nice. And it was like it was like the chat is moving faster than a human can possibly read anything. You know what I mean? And just the dynamic is different because like it's like a super chat donations and like it's just crazy um but that's something we should talk about though is that i i think it's kind of the same as youtube right once you get to a certain um to a hundred thousand right you get a little check mark next to your name and you're verified on 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 youtube right and i think that's what a lot of people strive i remember when i wasn't there i was like oh my god i want that so bad i want the plaque i want the right because it's some validation (laughs) right so i think i think uh twitch does have a system like that and it's and it's partner right so um talk to me about being partnered what like what is the difference for for the people out there because we're both partnered but like, what are the for the for the people out there, right? Um, for the people out there, like, explain what what the difference in being partnered is from just normal, not partnered. Um, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the validation. Like, you know, it's like being verified anywhere. It's like, by the way, I'm verified. <laughs> like, I actually do this. You that know, check mark. Um, but besides that, I think well, you get like recognition other people's you know, communities because people recognize you as a as a right. Twitch streamer. Um, and they also have other perks that Twitch like provides themselves. Like if you go to TwitchCon and you're a partner, you can get into like special parties and they have like separate lines for you. So that's really nice. Um, and have you been to TwitchCon? I have. Oh yeah, you have. Duh. Because yeah. I, I was supposed to go that, that uh, what would that be, two years ago now or so? Because you guys did like a big smart stream together yeah oh that was so nice i didn't get to meet a lot of like the youtuber asmr asmr people but we got to um hang out and do like a little twitch tingle stream which was really fun i i've said this uh i don't remember what episode but i'll I'll just tell you too so that first year when you guys did that i was gonna go and i I don't remember what came up something came up but then also i wasn't partnered at the time because i wasn't streaming like at all like I just had an, an account, right? And I was like, I heard from people that it's like way better. It is <laughs> being partnered, right? Okay, so then the next year, I was like, okay, getting partner. And honestly, I should say this too. Twitch reached out to me, and like, okay, so to become partner, right, you have to hit certain. There's a pathway to to, to partnership, right? And there's a certain you have to average what seven uh 75 viewers yeah i think it is something like that and you have to stream a certain amount of days in a week and blah 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 blah. there's there's a but i think twitch does make it really clear like i like that they're just like you got to do these four things right so i worked i streamed asmr like i don't even know four or five weeks in a row every day Damn, the hustle. so i was like i need that i need that i want to get partnered right and the only reason was to go to twitchcon what? I was like, what? okay, I got to get partnered, go to TwitchCon, and then I get partnered, and then COVID happened, and it's canceled. Oh, <laughs> so my it's like, God. I was like, I'm I'm happy I got partnered, but also I'm like, 
Hello. I did it because I wanted to go to TwitchCon for that. Like, where's my merch bag? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot wait for for those to be back. I'm so excited. I I'll be doing in San Diego again next year. Yeah. Because it was it was great. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I can't wait to see you. Uh, right? I know. I'm 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 excited. I'm I'm I think with how things are going right now, I think they'll be back next year. Yeah, I think so for sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, or they could have just done it in Texas. They should have done it in <laughs> <I'm> Texas. <laughs> um, There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh Okay, I got a few more for you. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Okay. As a streamer right now, would you rather have 25 gifted subs or 10,000 bits right now? 10,000 bits. <laughs> so this the only reason that I ask this is because I think it's amazing that streamers have this like crazy quick math in their head that they can do. And no one like, talks mm, about it. Like not, not no one, one. <laughs> no one ever talks about this math that streamers can do. It's true, right? Because like when you when that pops up and it's like, oh, they gifted five subs, right? You know, in your head, you're like, okay, that's that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I mm-hmm. think that's like no one's ever said that because I guess it's a little bit like you know. But I think it's really interesting to think about on that side. Like it's just a skill that you accrue over time yeah you're like Like, oh i got like 30 subs today i made this much you know what i mean it's like you kind of like already know before isn't that funny though and and then but then like the difference in like the twitch's cut on subs bits you know whatever you like it's all factored into like this this math that we can do it's yeah i think it's really funny i think bits are Oh, it's it's. I used to say subs because subs are good for building the community and right. stuff. But right. strictly from like a business standpoint, 10k subs is definitely the way to go because yeah. with the way it works with bits, if they buy 10k bits as a streamer, you get a hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But for them to purchase a 10k. 10k 10k bits it's like 125 or something 27 yeah or something so yeah. they're actually eating that <coughs> fee instead of you exactly eating that fee as like for, yep. since the cut subs yeah 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 i think i just i like i'm gonna do that for every streamer that i have on this show because i think it's so funny that like you can answer that so quickly because you can do you just have the skill of doing the math so fast i think it's Definitely so funny bits. yeah yeah i think it's so funny um, all right, moving on. I'm so glad I put that in here because I think that's so and no, I've like I've never heard anyone talk about that, like just yeah. this quick math that we have. Um okay, moving on. Uh uh you know, you, you have a you have a large following on, on, on Twitch, and again, just you're always live, so people are just always seeing you. Super smart. Um have you ever had any bad situations with fans? Uh IRL? Um, no, I haven't actually. Um, like people that I met yeah. on the street. Um, no, I re- I mean, one time I was at H Mart and I like wasn't wearing any makeup and I looked crazy, so that was traumatizing for me when I met someone. Yeah. I feel me. like that's it's like the one time you don't dress nice or look nice <laughs> is when you're gonna meet people for sure. And they say your name and you're like, oh, you like turn around like I'll I'll say this though. I think that was one cool part of this last year and a half was the mask thing. It's like I miss the masks. (laughs) I 
kind of, you know, like when you want to yeah. wear them, you're like, I'm just going to hide and yeah. say whatever I yeah. want back here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but not, not really any, any, in no real bad situations. Not really. I mean, I think, <clears throat> I think a situation that happens a lot is, you know, people will kind of like at TwitchCon or something, people will, they're excited, you know, they want to yeah. hang out with you. So they'll kind of like linger a little bit mm-hmm, and it's like, mm-hmm. I hate making people feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been probably the most challenging thing for me is like, oh, like, I don't yeah. know what to do. Like, you know? Yeah. But I, ha- I haven't, thankfully I haven't had any like scary or negative experiences meeting people. Nice. Yeah. 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 yeah I think, um, and I can't speak. I've actually never been to TwitchCon, like God, ever. And so I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited. But I've been to a few VidCons now, and and like, there's a difference in being there as a as a as a as a fan and as a creator, but and then being a feature creator there because the like the first time people would come up to me and like you said they would linger and it's like, all right, well, <laughs> um. I guess you're walking with me now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that kind of yeah. stuff. And then when I was featured, there was like security when we were going places. And that was so nice. Oh, and not that there's, there wasn't anything bad, but it was just getting you out of those situations of like lingering and, and, and stuff was really, really nice. Oh, that is nice. It was really, really nice. So here's my, here's my plan, right? For TwitchCon. I'm just going to have a friend wear a security shirt and walk with me. <laughs> it's like so uh, you have a meeting or you got yeah, to yeah. If something or... weird happens they're just like all right uh and maybe he'll have like an earpiece <laughs> that's genius it might steal right? that idea like right oh, yeah go this thing gotta you know <laughs> see you later Thank you i love it i love it uh, oh okay i got a few more for you um i actually have a fan i have a i, I have a i have a viewer question and this is from at Life in Pink Twelve. Okay. And they wanted to know um, when you're doing sound triggers, um, do you still talk with your chat, or do you focus more on the sounds and keep silent? And is there, uh, uh, is it possible to find a balance between the two? Like, how do you balance doing the thing and reading chat and responding? Oh man. That's a bad that balance I've been struggling with since I started ASMR because yeah. personally I love ASMR <clears throat> just sounds. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I like to do ASMR. But it's like when you have a live chat and they're all like really excited to see you, it's hard not to get like excited and be like, oh yeah. my God, like, you know. Um, but I find that my community, my community that's cl- like my core community really likes it when I'm talking a lot, but just people who j- are just there for the ASMR, they definitely value um, the no talking. So I try to balance it. Yeah. Um, I don't do that good of a job because when <laughs> I'm excited that day, like I'm just excited and I, I can't right. help it. But right. I thought about doing like one hour of talking <clears throat> because that's usually <clears throat> like when it's the most popping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like continuing the rest of the stream doing a no right. talking thing. Because no talking streams don't do as well either. Um, is that right? Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's mm. kind of significant. Is it because um, they're not getting the interaction yes. back, you think? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm okay. not showing like as much excitement. Like I'm not giving them that attention. Right. Um, so it's, yeah, it definitely impacts it. So hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you're one of the first people I ever saw in ASM, and and maybe I'm I'm wrong. Was, you were just the one, the first person I saw um, doing no talking streams where you're just yeah. like, and you put on the screen, you're like no talking or in the title, like yeah. no talking stream, right? Um, for you, what are the advantages of of that uh, of of listing it as a non no talking stream? Um, so for I kind of just make ASMR the way that I enjoy ASMR. Mm. Um, before I started doing the no talking streams, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I noticed that most ASMR creators, I'm not sure if this is the case on YouTube, but most people are talking and whispering and that's a huge part of the experience. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, I kind of just wanted to like focus it on like the sounds and like creating like a steady rhythm yeah. because that's what puts me to sleep. Mm, um, okay. So yeah, I was just like, I kind of just want to focus and, you know, like, have it kind of like an ambient sound for like a short yeah. while. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no talking mm. has been really beneficial for like sleep sounds in particular, right. I think. Well, and I think, cause I've never done that before, but I, I, I could imagine maybe it takes some pressure off you two of not having to keep up with chat and not having to, right. Like you, you don't have to respond. I feel like you're, there's some pressure to respond to everything. Yeah. Right. And like, sometimes if I'm like in a crabby mood or like didn't get to eat before my stream, it's like, Right. I'm just gonna do no talking stream, <laughs> and it's like you know, at least yeah. I'm there. So it definitely takes pressure off because sometimes, like, I just don't feel like talking or don't for feel sure, as yeah. happy. So it's it's helpful for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm I think that's a really big part of it too. Is like, you know, I think I think when people stream, there's this expectation of you got to be on, right? And that comes from I think you know us of course feeling like we have to be but also just mm -hmm. you know people don't want to watch people who aren't on you yeah. know what i mean like because yep. there's part of streaming there's a part of streaming that's really performative oh absolutely you know what i mean so yeah. i think that that's a good tool to though when you're when you're not <laughs> feeling it right to do a no talking stream and clearly it's working so that's wow i've learned a lot today Oh, yay. I really have. I feel like it's hard because, I don't know, I really enjoy doing the talking streams, but the no talking streams definitely is an escape for me because as much as mm. I think I can concentrate when I'm reading the chat, yeah. my ASMR is never as good as like when I'm really just focused on what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Pros and cons, okay. I think, of both. Right. Okay. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. I got a couple more for you. Um, if you could hear anyone on this podcast in the future, who would you like to hear? Ooh. I would like to hear Kitty Plays. Ooh. Um, there we go. Yeah. I Shout think that would be Kitty. really Let's, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's like okay. my favorite creator right now. So. I love it. I will I will get in contact with 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 her. I would love to. I would love to. All right. Last question <clears throat> for you. Um, and before we get to this, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for for being here. I think that you're wonderful. I love your stream. Um, you've always been super, super kind to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm very happy we could make this happen. Me too. You're like one of my favorite creators, Maddie. You've been so kind. That's why you have so many creator friends because just because you're so genuine like mm. genuinely kind and care about people. And it's like that energy is 
definitely felt. So thank you for inviting me. Like I've of course I haven't done course. something like this in a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, last question. Uh, easily the most important question on here, and the one that people really want to know. <clears throat> Thoughts on pineapple on pizza? Is it a yes or no? I'm asking every guest this. Oh. And it's very divisive. I'm sorry if you lose half of your following. <laughs> I would I would absolutely eat pineapple on pizza. Like it's a yeah. non-issue for me, but I would never order pineapple on my pizza. Mm. You know? Mm. So if it's there. If it's there, I'll eat it. Like there, I'm not going to pick it. it off. But like when it's like a little bit like charred from like from the oven, yeah. it's kind of nice. Okay. 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 All right. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this as a yes because the because the the other side of the people that are on the no are like absolutely not disgusting the worst, and so I'm gonna take it as a yes for you because you would still eat it if it's there. But why are pineapples the debate when people put sardines on their pizza? Mm, like, see, like I know I I listen. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I I don't know the answer to that. The pizza. I mean, really, that should be a podcast. If it's not, it's just pizza debating pizza stuff because it's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, sorry. Yeah, I I completely agree. I completely agree. I don't know why it's a thing. I I. It's just like super. People are either like so extremely yes or no, um, on it. It's very interesting. Milk and cereal thing too. Exactly. Where where are you on that? I'm a milk first kind of girl. Really? I've always been that way. Yeah, I get a lot of hate for that. I don't understand. And it's okay, by the way. Like, it's not like I don't like hate people that do it. I just like can't wrap (laughs) my mind around. But okay, okay. Let me just explain it really quick. Okay. Okay, please, please. So when I eat cereal, I eat a lot of cereal, right? Yeah. And it's like if I put the milk first, then the cereal goes on top. So it doesn't, it stays crunchier. Whereas if I pour it over the cereal, it gets like all of it just like sinks and it gets like mm-hmm. really soggy. So mm-hmm. it's actually mm-hmm. a high IQ movie. Just <sighs> hmm. You should hmm. try it sometime. Let me get back <laughs> to me on that. Do you, have like, a you know, we'll <laughs> Do you have a favorite cereal? Favorite cereal? Ooh, it depends on my mood, but probably yeah. Cocoa Pebbles or like Cinnamon Ooh, Toast nice. Crunch. CT Crunch is mine. Yes. It's Can't go wrong. Delicious. Like every bite is good. I can't explain yep. it. And can't go nostalgia. Wrong. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Listen, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I, I again I, I can't say any more nice things about you because it would just be another hour of this podcast. But um I'm I'm excited to see where you go from here. You've already you've already um done so much. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. Thank you. All right. Where can they find you online? This is your time to plug away. Ooh, okay. Twitch.tv slash Mary J. Lee with four E's and Twitter slash Mary J. Lee. Instagram. I'm making a fan house soon for like behind the scenes stuff. Nice. Um, but I'm basically Mary J. Lee everywhere. Nice. Everywhere you can find me. Love it. Love it. Definitely go check her out. Um, sounds to me like she's going to be live or, or at least online almost all of the time with the rerun. So definitely go check <laughs> her out. Uh, and, and then when she is live, uh, go check her out and say, and say hi and tell her that you came from the podcast. Yeah. I would right? love that. I would love that. All right. Thank you so much. Um, 
guys out there listening, thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe on the YouTube um, and leave a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts. This has been the Creator Code Podcast. I am your host, Matty Tingles. Be safe out there. Be kind to others and yourself. See you next time.